Good morning. It's Raina G with the Holistic Health Hotline. I hope you all enjoyed the uh, weekend special that we had on um, the Holistic Pet and Animal Communication with Dr. Karen Kelly and Maggie Mance, um, those incredible people. Uh, go ahead and feel free to email them or call them. You can email Maggie at laughter, L-A-F-T-U-R, at GovTel dot com or Karen at health is wealth eighty eight at gmail dot com. Um, <clears throat> very interesting stuff and we've had a lot of downloads. Uh, I've gotten some emails and questions and they're the people who will deal with all of the animal questions that you have. Besides the fact that they also do other things, just so you know. I mean Dr. Kelly does uh, a lot of things that and she's going to be teaching classes here on um Oh, somo energetics and light language. If you don't know the the um, uh, the somo energetic stuff, <clears throat> it has to do with with sound and um, the solfeggio scale, which most people don't understand or don't know. Um, so I want to tell you something that that Mark Twain said. Inherently, each one of us has a substance within to achieve whatever our goals and dreams define. What is missing from each of us is the training, education, knowledge, and insight to utilize what we already have. And that's what a lot of these classes are that we present to you on this podcast. It's giving you the knowledge and the insight, giving you some stuff that you just can't find anywhere else. So use it. Don't abuse it. Don't ignore it. Um, I don't care what country you're from. I know that you have email contacts in other countries and, and our country. Go ahead and send these things on. People need to know this. It's just, we're running out of time, you know. There's so many things happening in our world, so many changes going on. That's why politics is going the way it is going right now. That's why when Rudy Giuliani was on stage last night, um, I didn't watch it, but I heard about it, talking about one of his belief systems, um, lightning took the sound out of that one. We, there's There's so much energy out there that is causing things. We are energy. We are causing these things. The guy from um, talking sh TalkShoe.com or TalkShoe Host, whatever the podcast is where, where my podcast on The Secret was, who wrote a comment and said, I'm full of baloney, that I would have us believe that our words create things, that, that they contain energies. Um, maybe the scientists out there will believe what Einstein said, okay? On such things as matter, we have all been wrong. What we have called matter is energy, whose vibration has been so lowered as to be perceptible to the senses. In other words, there is no matter. There is only energy, and that's what we are. Now, sound is a carrier of energy. We, we, um, there is an intention with sound, all sounds. When we listen to music, we hear a specific scale that is has been intertwined and and harmonized. Okay, it's the scale that that that, that we are trained to listen to. The solfeggio scale is a different scale. It's the one that was originally lost hundreds and thousands of years ago. Actually, probably just thousands, but um, <clears throat> we don't understand sound on a regular level. We don't understand that all the sounds that we make, all the things that you hear, all the words that you create are vibrational frequencies that create things. When people listen to me, I get a lot of fan letters. Um, I get some bad ones, but I get mostly good fan letters. And what people tell me is that they can be listening to podcasts or tuning into websites, um, listening to their iPods. And when they hear my voice come over the iPod, they close their eyes. They can envision where I am. They hear what I'm saying, and they like the sound of the voice because my vibrational energy that comes from my voice 
sometimes is is very riled, and you can tell that. Sometimes is um, off in a distance someplace because I'm I'm walking outside or dealing with birds or whatever I'm doing at the time. Most of the time, it's with the intention of educating with love. And that's what comes across in the vibration from my voice. And that's why a lot of people like to hear it and a lot of people want to hear it. Um, understand that this is important to know. We just think, oh, you know, I'm doing my life and I'm going to the beach and I'm working and I'm paying the bills and... and uh, once in a while, if I get a cold or something, I want to know what the remedy is. Or if my kids are sick, I want to know how to fix them. Or if my cat doesn't feel well, I want to know what to do. And I want the quick fix. My mother's the same way. I got a lot of my gifts through my mother's heritage, the Native American side. But she's the same way. We had Maggie and uh, Karen here working on the dog. And the next day, the dog went through a, a small healing crisis, a cleansing, to, uh, per se. And... Um, she had put all her eggs in that basket, and she told me. And she said, here I had absolute faith in them, and, and he just doesn't seem better. And this morning, he's not eating or drinking, so I'm going to take him to the vet. Well, I let that one go. I said, well, she has to learn these lessons, and, she, and she's going to learn them the hard way. And unfortunately, the dog is also going to teach her those. So we took the dog to the vet, and they kept him there for four hours. Um, poor thing shaking and crying before he went in. And they did all the tests that doctors do, whether they're veterinarians or, or people doctors. They do the same thing. Take the blood, take the urine, check, check this, check that. His electrocardiogram came out fine. Now they say that he's leaking liver enzymes and his liver is leaking and scared my mother to death and said, well, you know, we'll keep him comfortable for as long as we can, then you have to let him go. He came home, um, nothing was wrong with him after that. He tried to show her that, yeah, you got all these tests and it could have cost you, and it did, you know, several hundred dollars. But what I was doing, he's saying to her, was taking what they told me to take, the digestive enzymes, cleaning out my liver, cleansing my, my system, drinking the water, doing all the things I was supposed to do, and yeah, I needed to heal, I needed time to heal. So after he had <clears throat> barked for four hours at the vets and and got excited because he got to come home. Um, last night he was fine, and the vet hadn't given him anything. So instead of taking the the uh, steroids and the antibiotics that the vet prescribed for what? What's an antibiotic for? He had no he had no um, infection. He had no fever. He had nothing. He had, according to the blood test, elevated liver, and according to the X-ray, he has an esophagus that's a little out of whack, um, probably because he got hung at the uh, at the groomers, and um, and that caused some damage there. But otherwise, he's not on his deathbed, and he doesn't have an infection. But that's what they prescribed was antibiotics, a steroid, prednisone that's used for people too. You all know your children have been on it. It's a steroid. It's an anti-inflammatory, but it's a steroid that actually fills the tissue up with fluid. So anything that is in there, if there is an infection, if there is a parasite, if there is um, mold or funguses or whatever, will get driven further into that tissue. And then they prescribed an, another anti-inflammatory, which is a giant horse pill that you're supposed to shove down the dog's throat without food on an empty stomach. Now, when I asked this veterinarian, who I, who I like, I think she's, she's doing what she thinks her job is, I asked her, I said, okay, so after several days, let's say this dog isn't eating or drinking, what happens? She goes, well, we have to do surgery. And I said, and do you do that surgery? She says, no, I have to refer you out 500 miles away because we haven't done them before. Um, but that's what the, the book says is when this happens, they need surgery. 
Where have you heard that before? Where have you heard, we'll give you all of these drugs, we'll give your kids all of these drugs, and if that doesn't work, we'll operate. Um, same old story. Same thing. And the dog is trying to teach her that maybe if she just had a little more patience, a little more faith, and she understood, she had the knowledge, she understood his vibrational energy, that um, that he would be okay. So this morning I go over to, to take the garbage out or whatever, and the, the garage door opens up, and he sees me, and he comes flying off the top step to run over to me and doesn't even realize that there's a top step there. So I was a little worried that he broke both of his front legs. He was so excited. But that's how perky he is. That's how well he is. And um, we're going to continue doing what Karen and Maggie said to do and um, and watch him get even better. Back to the energy stuff, the music stuff. Um, something came out on the Internet yesterday or the day before about if you... Uh, search for music on the internet that you have the best chances of getting a virus. Well, okay. Um, if you search for other things, you're going to get a virus too. Now, isn't it interesting that we call the sicknesses that we have on the internet viruses? Now, what are we supposed to do for those? Quick fixes, right? Um, probably an antibiotic of some kind would, would help a lot. Um, and if not, operate. Take the whole system apart and throw it away and start over again. But music itself, a lot of people who use iPods or listen to podcasts, of course, they listen to music. It's very important to them. How about we start learning about what music is and how it affects our chakras, how it affects our vibrational um, energy within us, how it helps to unblock energy um, that we have within us, okay? If you have a good frequency and you have the intention to heal, you will have healing. That's what music is for. That's why... God created it. That's why we keep creating it. That's why the harmonics are there. That's why from ancient times the scales have been with us um, that balance certain parts of our bodies and our, and our chakras. Our chakras are centers or vortexes of energy. Um, it has to have the right intention. So when you're listening to music, you have to understand what the intention was of the person who wrote the music or sings the music or performs the music. Um, and that in our culture is is um is going down the tubes isn't it um a lot of the intentions and the music that we hear today come from anger and resentment and victimization i'm the victim so therefore i will make you one um it comes from uh, not from love it comes from fear because anger and victimization all come from the fear of not being heard the fear of not being understood, the fear that your difference is being judged by others. So what we do is we lash out, we strike back, and we make them fearful of us instead. And that's what music is in many forms today. Um, you listen to, and I'm not saying all rap music is bad, or all heavy metal stuff, or all hard rock. None of that stuff is bad. Okay, it should be a learning experience, though. When you listen to that music, it, you should be able to feel which part of your body is resonating or not resonating, resonating to what you're hearing. If you're listening to rap music and you're driving, which I've seen many people do, and many of the words finally come through, you start hearing, um, you know, we're going to kill you and sex this and hate that, and pretty soon while you're driving, you start feeling all those same emotions. Well, there's a reason for that. It's energy and motion. The frequencies or the music has actually caused a motion change in you um, and changed the vibrational energy within your chakras 
so that you start reacting to that. I think when Karen comes on and does the Sophagia scale classes on the podcast in the next couple of weeks, watch for that one and learn from that one. See what you're doing to yourself, what others are doing to you, what your kids are doing, how they are being affected negatively by a lot of the stuff that they're hearing, whether it's commercials or programs or um, the music on even the kids' programs or on the iPods or the radios or CDs or whatever. Start listening to this and learning from it so that you can see how you can change those vibrations. That doesn't mean they have to listen to angelic choirs or um, run to the top of the hills in Austria and, and, and dance in circles. It doesn't mean any of those things. It means that we have to just start censoring some of that stuff, blocking out the bad energies, allowing the good stuff in, and then retuning our bodies. You can use all kinds of things to do that, whether it's essential oils, um, uh, putting all the stuff together from the book, you know, using um, good water and balance and, and alignment, or using tuning forks, or any of those kinds of things that will retune the chakras and the energy centers of our bodies so that we can be back in balance. Listen for it, watch for it, pass the word on. Don't keep this stuff, you know, on your computer and, and not tell anyone because they'll think you're weird. Don't be afraid of judgment. Judgment doesn't exist unless you say it does because you create that yourself. I will be back actually tomorrow. We're going to probably do a whole week's worth of, of, of uh, podcast because I'm leaving town pretty soon and I don't know how much access I'll have to the computer. So <laughs> I'll be back tomorrow. Please pass this word on. Go to earthwalk-usa.com. Go out to Tallahassee in a week and a half. Go to the Meet the Feet workshop. For those of you who are in that area who haven't registered yet, if you don't register, if you don't pre-register, you won't have a space there. So get your registrations in. Do what you need to do. Um, know that we care about you. Know that we love you. We're trying to do everything we can for you. This is Raina G. Have a great day.